0: boys um i was just talking with a friend about um breakfast and we both really like the corned beef hash and i think that's an undersung hero um pure fat and salt if you're into it uh i really like a poached egg not many places care about the quality of the poach um but I don't know. Just wondering. Um, I think that people who are psychotic order just dessert for breakfast. Like as an entree, they get pancakes. That's it. They get waffles. That's it. Um, So I'm just wondering um, what you get. How do you start your day at a restaurant? Um, Sorry, I'm playing with my cat. I don't know if you can hear the... The kind of like marbled sound of the toy. Um yeah, just wondering. Uh great equalizer. Also what's the beverage? Do you get coffee? Do <laughs> you get orange juice? Um tomato juice, if uh you know, for the health conscious, for the calorie conscious, um what do you order for breakfast at a restaurant?
1: wakey wakey eggs and bakey mike that's what you could say if you wanted to start off someone's day really really bad uh hey everybody welcome to yks yeah you start everybody's
2: time off bad with that it's not morning it's one twenty-eight p.m
1: okay that's you don't have to say what time we're doing <laughs> it it doesn't it, i guess it also doesn't matter it's not like
2: i mean it's earlier than that uh because we're on the ball
1: yeah how
2: about that is that good? I
1: think it would actually be weirder if we did record this at seven a.m. I think that actually would be very. Wouldn't that
2: be insane? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that would be a big. That would represent uh. a big flaw in our personalities if we got up at. I mean, you'd have to get up at like five to prepare for the show, and then and then oh, still start...
2: way earlier than that. These guys like Don Imus and stuff getting up at like yeah two three a.m. or something. All these crazy guys
1: to just sit here and go uh blah, blah. I mean that's crazy. <laughs> I would have, like, instead of watching football right now, which makes me want to tear my hair out, I don't want to be watching this right now. This is a fucking disaster. Instead of watching this, I'd be watching whatever comes on at 7 a.m., which is, what, like, good morning? The mor- morning morning program? Morning today? Yeah.
2: Good morning something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Can't fill in the blank there. Good morning.
2: Good
1: morning. Yeah. Mike. McDonald's hamburgers? Don Imus. That's good. God rest his soul. Well, not really. Maybe um, <laughs> we. Uh, so, what do you do? What do you do for Brecky? They call it Brecky over there. Uh, what do you do for for or what, what? You know what? Not what do you do? Because no one cares about what we actually do. What we want is the fantasy. Yeah. We want the fa- we want the supermodel on the poster in the garage. Okay, we don't want the real.
2: That's what I do. yeah. That's what I do. That's my my whole philosophy. I don't know if you've uh, noticed that. I mean, you of course you've noticed that. You know me personally, but uh, better than anyone. The the per the person I am on the show is just a facade of. Uh, it's like an illusion. It's like the ideal, you know, yes. setup of a man. What the fans want to be, and that's how you draw in the. You know, because guys see guys hear you on the podcast. You this guy's got it all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and but it's uh, it's
1: unattainable, right? It's like Captain America, like it's meant to be an ideal that you strive for. You're never actually supposed to get it. What they yeah. what they don't realize is, yeah. is that we've actually we actually have gotten it. Yeah. We've actually grasped the idea. We've actually become for me about 99% of the uh, the incredible Captain America type guy. I'm ripping the logs in half outside of the house <laughs> and stuff like that. That's kind of my that's kind of my situation. For, for breakfast,
2: what's the ideal breakfast, Mike? Yeah, you're ripping logs, all right. No. I like to have... I like to have... Um, I've been doing eggs and rice and stuff, you know? Rice in the morning? Sometimes I'll make some, some spam also, and uh, I'll make a little spam egg rice things.
1: I, I can't believe you this. Know? You're eating rice nice. in the morning? Next thing you're going to tell me is they put pizza on a bagel.
2: That's really funny. Um, that's what I've been eating, man. And you look so dejected when I said that. God, <laughs> cheer up, dude.
1: Because it was funny. I I think that sounds really good. <laughs> I I've never been one of those people that's like uh like sometimes my uh, my mother in law will do, and my wife is getting this way as well. Um, they they do this. They they're like doing like lunch for breakfast. Like they'll do lunch. They'll wake up and like the first meal they'll eat. Would be like what I would consider a lunch. So, like, for instance, you, you got uh, Chinese yeah. leftovers or something. They wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to have a drink of water. And then at nine o'clock, I'm going to bust out the low main or something. That's I've never done that. Yeah. That's not right. That's not right. You gotta have you have to have the. Well,
3: this
2: is a, it's called it's called a masubi. It's a, a, I think it's a Japanese dish. What I'm trying to recreate here. So I do the seaweed and the the egg and the spam and the rice.
1: Yes, it's great. Yeah, I think it's popular in Hawaii. I've had it before. I went to a Hawaiian. There's like a Hawaiian restaurant way down in Green Hills in the Green Hills area now or somewhere over there.
2: I've never been outside of the United States, so every yeah country is the same to me you could tell me that they do it in France and I would, I would believe you that's one because I'm so stupid. Yeah. And two, because I've never, I just never been there to verify. I can't fact check yet on that. And three, you know? you're
1: not afraid of being, you know, accused of being a racist, which is, I think basically where that ends up uh, at a certain point. Wow. Well, oh, okay. Okay. It does keep you up at night. Okay. Um, i I tell you what I like i my problem as always is how do you make the decision, and this is a problem for me. If you've heard any of the show, you know I can't make a decision to save my life, and in fact if there if there came a time for me to make a decision to save my life, would I actually make you can it do? It. Uh, yeah, I don't know. it depends on what it if it was really hard it would de- tough yeah,
2: tough, yeah
1: it depends on if it's it like was the, like uh
2: you know guy holding a gun to your head you're like, I know this is a tough decision
1: but you have to. <laughs> You know, decide and and that I don't, I don't know what, what my deciding. I don't know what my role would be in that I don't know either. um, because it sounds like the gun's already to my head the die is maybe cast on what is what yeah
2: maybe he maybe fate seems sealed there but
1: yeah um, well we don't know we don't know this guy we don't know what his deal is first th-
2: first thing first thing I jump to just a gun to Jesse's head
1: yeah you he came <laughs> up with that really quick what I would say <laughs> is I have a hard time making the decision and the decision for me when it comes to breakfast is are we doing sweet or are we doing savory? That's the one I come I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah.
2: Caller says no sweet, no sweet in the morning. How do you feel about that? She says no she says no sweets in the morning.
1: I don't I don't I don't know. I mean that you're you're throwing away pancakes, you're throwing away waffles, you're throwing away all syrups and basically most cereals, yeah. right? Or
2: maybe 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 uh she said just just something sweet. So maybe you have to have a savory to balance it. Out. Look, I'm going to I'm just going to eat uh chinese leftovers, I think.
1: No. That's what I'm gonna No, think. I said you can't. I some low some low main or something. What I like to do Mike is if I'm ever going to one of those brunch you know a brunch house, not waffle house, but like one of the one of the places where you go in and they say, "No, nah, it's going to be a 35 minute wait." And you go, "That's actually fine." <laughs> which I can't I can't imagine ever doing that again. But there was a time where that you would say, "Okay, yeah, you know what? I'll just look around. I'll look at this um I'll look at the shelf you've decorated up front with the picture frame with your business license in it. I'll kind of see if I can memorize the numbers of the business license. I'll uh, look at the different mints here on the.
2: Yeah, some good mints. Oh, they have the what are these? The lifesavers. <laughs> nice.
1: Oh wow, you've got the red and the green. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's good. Do they taste the same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but different colors.
2: <laughs> can I take? Can I take two of them? <laughs> you know, they're you're only supposed to take you're only supposed to take one, but I'd
1: like to have yeah. one of each. A little Christmas cocktail where I put the red mint and the green <laughs> mint in my mouth at the same time and just see how crazy I can get. Um I would like a fucking child mixing stuff together. <laughs> um I like to I like to say I'm going to get I'm going to get the savory breakfast because you can eat savory breakfast healthier, right? Because if you just get the massive plate of pancakes and waffles, it's like where is it in, yeah. you know? So I'm gonna say I'm gonna get like the, I mean eggs Benedict is not that's that's pretty indulgent. But what what if you get some? What if you get uh, th- three eggs, two pieces of bacon, um, a little bit of a potato like a, a home fry, and then you get a waffle that you just pick at, right? Or you get a donut to go, right? Is that I mean is that is that fair?
2: Yeah, um, you know I mean that sounds. All right, I probably wouldn't do the donut. It seems excessive. Uh, even though it is like a breakfast dessert, huh? It is. The way you set it up there. The way I set but it up, yeah. What I would do is, uh, you know, uh, there's this place over here called the Nadine's, and they have the chicken and waffle.
1: Best of both worlds.
2: Amazing, amazing breakfast. Yeah. Or lunch, brunch.
1: But now what about beverage time? Because when it's beverage time, now we're also we're yeah. also facing another decision here. I think what I would like to do is I would get a coffee for the table, we would all drink out of the coffee pot, then I would get... Not
2: even a cups. No cups at all.
1: Yeah, just right in the mouth, because why dirty an extra glass in these times? Yeah. The hot, the, the hot aluminum uh, coffee pot, just right on my lips, searing them shut. Um, and then I would get like a pressed juice. You know what? Like an apple, or you get the... Yeah. With the kale yeah. or something in there. Isn't that, I mean, you get the... And then you don't eat again for the rest of your life, probably, after this meal. But that's what I think would be good, and... I mean in reality what I do is I wake up and I eat a protein bar and then I I feel like I'm pissed off for the rest of the day. So I don't know if that's yeah a lesson for anybody. So
2: I ideally I would I would do the chicken and waffles and then follow it up with a bloody and I would maybe get uh I don't know, water, you know? Water?
1: Yeah. You can't drink water that early in the morning. It like it messes up with your chi and so you can actually can't you're actually not supposed to drink water that early because it'll your protons, oh, yeah. Um Mike, this is uh let's see, what is today? Can I say what the you already said what the fucking time is, so I might as well say what the day is, I guess, right? This is So it's okay. Sunday the 6th. Okay, and I'm going to make a big deal out of this, Mike. My birthday is coming up. I don't know what you got for me. I don't even tell me what you've got for me. Um I don't want to know. Um it's uh yeah. it's coming up here is uh it'll be this eBay, week.
2: ebay.com. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Um and uh I'm I'm so excited to turn 33, but it's also the holiday season, which is exciting as well. I've been watching uh yesterday I did something I do not often do, Mike. I had a I had a home-based Triple feature. You remember when you used to go to the movies and you used to watch three movies in a row?
2: Yep. Yep. With the uh screen there and the chairs and the popcorn and
1: everything. You do remember. Okay, wow. Um excellent recall. I we watched <laughs> we watched three movies yesterday. We watched um we watched Star Wars episode seven, The Last Jedi, is what it's called. Have you heard about this?
2: No, uh, I guess so. I don't I don't know. I've lost track of the Star Wars universe. I'm completely checked out. Okay. But for the sake of argument, I will say that, yes, I've, I've heard of it and seen it.
1: I'm glad you said argument because I'm ready to, to tear you to pieces on this. First of all, that was <laughs> that was a lie. No, it wasn't. I did see the movie. I watched that. I watched uh, And then in the evening, I watched Ready or Not, which is a fun one. That's like a cool. It's like kind of a cur- What's that?
2: What's that? You gotta, ready or Not?
1: You got to watch that. That's cool. I think you would actually like that one. This, this may be one of the ones that we see eye to eye on. Ready or Not is good. There's the. She's a she's a bride. She's being married into this rich uh, family. And then there's a something not, not all is as it seems uh, pretty cool. And she uh, it's pretty violent. I think you'd like it. But in the middle with the kids, we watched Home Alone. This is yeah. Mike. This is a holiday classic. OK,
2: it's a classic film.
1: I actually think believe it or not, I I know this is going to sound like like I'm joking around or whatever. I actually think Home Alone is a Christmas movie.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I'm just imagining the fucking letters we're going to get with that one.
1: Hey, sorry. I just think hey, look, it kind of takes place at Christmas. I like to watch it at Christmas. No, is it, you know, is it Miracle on 34th so Street no. Is there any
2: I... is there any is there any dumber like <laughs> thing to talk about? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Right. Is uh these are my two, these are the two uh personality things
1: that I have. Hot dog, bean sandwich, and Die Hard Christmas movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, still around. I'm, cor-
2: I'm cornering you, and I'm talking about it, and you can't escape.
1: <laughs> but no, let's hash it out. Um, so I watched Home Alone. I and that's I mean that's a fun movie. I think I've said on here before. The only time I've been to the symphony is when I went and saw the Nashville Symphony doing the music of Home Alone, and they played Home Alone on the big screen.
2: Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say the music of Zelda. Because <laughs> then you go to that or something.
1: No, it's Home Alone. I didn't do the Zelda. I'd, All right. No, I did right. Home Alone, um, which is not any better. Um, <laughs> I mean, in this like, have you ever have you ever seen the building, the Shermer Horn here downtown? The like, I mean, it's another fucking yeah. world. It's insane. Yeah. It, uh it looks like a place where the mission impossible guys are gonna go in and they're wearing their mask tech and they're gonna like execute some guy in the middle of the I haven't seen the movies in a while, but that's basically what it looks like to me it looks like <laughs> it looks like an insanely rich and it is you know, but I watched home alone there um and it and it, I don't think it's it's been since then since I saw it again, but it was uh the kids liked it right because the bad guys are getting hurt, which is funny, you know
2: yeah. Did you tell them that the bad guys are only they only turned to a life of crime because you know they uh lost their the economic downturn lost their
1: jobs and
2: uh yeah. did you explain that to them?
1: Well, I did and then or, and then and then Marv turned on the uh sink and flooded the house and sort of like <laughs> destroyed my argument. And then he, and
2: then he got a paint can to the nuts <laughs> and he forgot all about
1: it. <laughs> yeah. It um so I wanted to I wanted to see what you thought about this. I know you probably haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I wanted to see what you thought about who who gets the worst of it. Harry. The guy's name is Harry Lime, which I didn't know. Funny name. And uh, Marv Merchants is the other guy. Now, these, they're collectively known as the wet bandits. And that's because of what I alluded to a second ago, which was they stuff the sink and then turn on the water and then flood the houses and that is yeah. funny to them they think that's funny to do to ruin so i mean that's crazy that's a, it's funny to it's funny to marv only i think it's funny to Marv. Starts doing that's it correct cuz harry says you're sick for doing that
2: <laughs> yeah he's like not on board but he at doesn't all. stop him
1: either right <laughs> doesn't stop him <laughs> so you know so what are we really talking about do you have an objection Classic. to it or not um so I want to go down the list of this stuff, and I want you to kind of keep track with me here and tell me who you think gets the worst of it, because at a certain point they split up, right? And they start facing these obstacles in a different way. They don't all get the same treatment, okay? Yeah. So, Harry, he gets shot in the nuts with the BB gun. Marv, You have all the injuries listed out? Yeah.
2: Did you you write these down? It's on a Wikipedia, sorry.
1: Um, Oh, you could have just
2: lied about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wrote this down while I was watching the movie. Um, So, Harry gets shot in the groin with the BB gun. Marv gets shot in the forehead with the BB gun. Okay. Then Harry slips twice on the steps to approaching the front door. Marv slips and tumbles down on his back uh, to the basement entry, then falls again, and then gets hit in the head with his crowbar when he stands back up. Okay. So between those two, where do you think we're at now? I feel like I would rather get hit in the groin than the head with the BB gun. <laughs> yeah, because my groin probably. it could be it could be my penis. Like I don't think it, I don't want to get hit in the nuts, but if it hits my penis, I think I'm okay.
2: Yeah, but if the if the BB gun if they shoot you in the groin with the BB gun and it gets lodged in your oh. groin area, you probably couldn't tell the BB apart from your penis because it's so small. So that might be a problem for you. You you would be uh, uh, holding the holding the BB when you went to urinate and stuff, and you would end up. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. And do you think maybe once I realized urine wasn't coming out of the BB, I could then switch (laughs) over to the small spherical (laughs) object that urine was coming out of? Or do you think maybe just, yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So from there, Harry gets his hand severely burned when he places it on the doorknob. Okay. Remember the, the electric, the barbecue starter or whatever that is. He hooks it on the door. Yeah. um, So he gets his hand burned. Whereas Marv, gets hit in the face with a with an iron that falls down the laundry chute. Okay. And apparently the iron was I got, hot. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, JF. I'm not liking either one of
1: these. <laughs> okay. Um, I think at this point I would rather have my hand hurting than the head hurting. If If the iron is equally hot to the electric barbecue doorknob, which we don't know. Yeah. I don't know how hot irons get. I would say probably pretty, fairly pretty hot
2: pretty dang hot and you know what i would rather have a burn on my hand put it in the jacket nobody knows have a burn on your face that's i mean that's the money maker right there you don't want to
1: yeah this is aesthetics for you okay so i think <laughs> i think marv has pulled into the lead as far as who's getting the worst of it okay from here harry gets his head burned by the blowtorch this is a classic we love watching this classic scene Um, so he, and then he puts it out with snow and then his hat gets melted. So, and then it's like his hat is kind of melted to his head and all his hair is gone, right? Yeah.
2: So not only is he injured now, but he's also out a hat.
1: Down one hat. Right. Insult to injury. Literally. Yeah. I I think, yeah, actually, literally it is. Um, at this point, Marv loses his shoes and socks while he climbs up the tar covered basement stairs. And if that weren't enough. He jams his nail into, uh, jams his foot into a nail, rather, um, because Kevin, I guess, has gone underneath and nailed a nail all the way through the second. This kid is fucked up, dude. he's psychotic. You know what? Just call the cops. Right. But he didn't want to call the cops because then they would find out that his parents left him and they don't love him. And then his parents would be arrested for not loving him very much. Yeah,
2: but... I mean, some of this is kind of jigsaw level <laughs>
1: shit that he's doing here. So, makes you... head on fire for Harry, nail through foot and fall downstairs for Marv. I think Harry has brought it back up to even at this yeah, point. Yeah,
2: not Harry anymore. That's what I would be saying to the people in the th- I would say that loud in the theater. Not Harry anymore because of his hair. Looking around, waiting for me somebody yeah. me to shut up.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Um, he, now, uh, Marv has fallen down the steps. He slips in ice again. I mean,. I guess you could just avoid the nail maybe, but he he does, he does decides to go back out and slips on the ice. Now, Harry uh, walks into the plastic wrap that has glue on it, and then he gets blasted with feathers. So he looks like a chicken, which is not really physically harmful, but psychologically I think would maybe do some damage, right? Yeah. So, oh, good. I, I think I'd rather look like a chicken than fall down. So I think Marv is still in front. And I think from here, this is where they sort of, I think Marv really starts to pull away here. Okay. So Harry, I'll just go down Harry's, the remainder of Harry's, uh, Pratt falls here. He slips on the micro machines or the hot wheels. Okay. Yeah. But Marv is right there doing the same, right? They both slip on the micro machines. Um, he gets hit in the face and he loses his tooth with the paint can. Okay. Marv also gets hit in the face with the paint can. Right. Right. Uh but Marv falls on Harry when he gets hit with the paint can. So you've got another I mean, he Daniel Stern, tall guy, probably, right? Six two, six three. Tall guy, bony guy.
2: Right. Like a skeleton in a Ziploc bag. Just uh <laughs> I mean, just all angles on this guy. He's gonna do some damage if he falls and falls on you. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> Oh wait, so wait no. Actually, Harry falls on him. So now we have to say something about Joe Pesci. Well, he's small okay, and uh, round, very dense, so a small center of gravity. Of yeah, <laughs> he's a little landing uh, on your belly. That would hurt a lot. So Marv,
2: he's three feet tall. <laughs> is he three feet tall?
1: I think he's three and a half feet tall. Yeah. Um, Harry trips over a wire. Okay, and he falls down. Then he he. He falls off of the rope swing or whatever. The I don't know how Kevin rigged that up to the treehouse. The like, what do you call that? Where you're shooting across, like over the top style. Oh, zip line? Zip, yeah, thank you. So he falls off the zip line. Um, and Marv also does that as well. Then he gets hit uh, by a shovel um, and it goes gong on the back of his head. Now, while this is happening, Marv is right there, except for on top of that, Marv also gets the tarantula on the face. Okay. Yeah,
2: I would not. I don't like Bugs. I
1: mean, so. yikes! So, I think out of all of this, if you told me, which one do you, would you rather be? I would probably be, I would probably rather be John Hurd, the rich dad, who has this huge mansion and takes his whole family to Paris and flies first class. And <laughs> But if you had to make me pick between those, I think he's probably the winner of the, right? Don't you think he's the yeah. number one guy?
2: Yeah. Come out relatively, I mean, they did this, what, like th- uh, three times? Yeah, are these guys Le- left their kid? No no repercussions for these guys. These are just uh, I mean I'm, oh, Whoops.
1: I'm scrolling down Not the Not a family movie. I'm, this is a dark movie. I'm scrolling down the wiki, dude, and look, uh, they do it they do Home Alone 3 and that's a different kid, but then they do Home Alone 4 and Marv comes back, but they couldn't get is, Pesci.
2: Is uh Home Alone Three is that? Is it supposed to be a different kid? What is it like? Is it Fuller this time or something? I've never watched it.
1: I've never seen it either. Um, My kids watched Home it Alone immediately, 3. but I don't. I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's supposed to be the same kid. I think it's, it's a
2: different kid. It's a different kid. Yeah. And and different robber guys.
1: But keeping the same John concept. John Hughes though. Oh, he did it too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay.
2: It was negatively received by
1: critics. Oh, I don't like that. Hmm. I don't like that. Make your own movie. You know, honestly, is how I feel about it. Um, so that's Home Alone. Go check it out if you like seeing guys get hit in the nuts and go, oh! which, you know, I do. And I actually think it's I a Christmas movie. So. It rocks. Let's give an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike. This is the Butter Hub. We originally talked about this episode
2: hold, hold, hold on, just a legendary bullshit at the top of the show. I just want to commend ourselves for that. I want, okay. to, give, I want to actually I'm taking my hat off right now. Okay. To all oh, my neighbor's car alarm's going.
1: <laughs>
2: Happy day. Do- this is a <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Can
4: you hear
1: it? Yeah. It sounds really good. That's okay. I'm sure it's an emergency. So, uh that'll be taken <laughs> care of shortly. The butter hub Mike we talked about episode 147. It had $15,000 at that time. Then we gave you an update on episode 151. It had $119,000. It it's it now ended with $149,000. So uh, a tremendous success. From our friends over at the Butter Hub, this was basically a... I mean, you guys know what a butter dish is. You put your butter in there. Fairly simple. No muss, no fuss. What if it had a magnet on top you could stick a proprietary knife to? What if... It had little. Uh, it had a half pipe in the middle that you could scrape the butter up and out of. Um, what if it? Oh shit! There was some other shit that it do. Does it warm up or something? I can't remember what else it does. Um,
2: you know, I mean, I just talk, I just don't understand how you're setting it off multiple times a day. Yeah. It's. It's you know I just can't I can't wrap my mind around it.
1: I have never set my car alarm off in my life.
2: I don't even know if I have one.
1: Yeah. Well, don't say that. These people are going to be boosting your whip. <laughs> um so when we talked about it on 151, we let you guys know that the European folk out there were none too pleased with the butter hub size because they have bigger butter over there. I guess they have more of a they have a taller, more rectangular butter, I think that's not going to fit into this thing. So that was a big problem um but I guess it it kept on going um and it got produced and sent out and we've got a couple of reviews here in the comments. Um, I don't even know how to tell you guys this, but somebody by the name of Karen gave it a negative review, okay? Oh,
2: no. You know what I would say to that? I would say, you know what a lot of people have done is buy two butter hubs and set them side by side uh, just to increase the size so it uh, will accommodate the larger butter. That can't be true. That's what I would say. Are you really reading that? As the CEO of the... <laughs> no, that's what I would say. I would be like you know what a lot of people just buy two of them and yeah. put the put them side by side maybe you could try
1: or even three i mean who, what's sales, stopping you sales way up um karen yeah and i bet she had one of those haircuts too that's like what is it like a like a short She probably had short hair this karen probably it was blonde i guess <laughs> um karen says i love the butterhub but amazon was selling them on sale for approximately 12 dollars and change huh i could have waited and bought two for that price they are now seventeen ninety nine. I guess I just thought backers would get the best price. But it is a great product, nevertheless. So, kind of mad. Kind of want to sp- wanting to speak to the manager of Amazon to see if there was something they could do about the price discrepancy between Kickstarter and Amazon. But, you know, Karen, that's the risk that you take. Um, the, but the size continued to be a problem for a lot of folks here. And don't say I'm one of them. Um. <laughs> They they do say that they're going to let me let me see EU butter. Hang on, let me find it in the comments. What the fuck? I thought I copied hey, this just thing. just do that a
2: couple more times.
1: What, you don't like the noise? Bling. <laughs> hey, a lot of people with Windows computers know what I'm talking about with that noise, right? <laughs> hey, come on. Let me get a hell yeah for Windows. Um let's see. Currently, I'm I got to find this comment in the page here. Here we go. Steve Morton, which I I I wonder if that's Steve Martin. You know
2: what I love? You know what I love about Windows is opening the Start menu and typing something and not finding the app that you just installed. Yeah. And then scrolling down the Start menu and then the app is right there. I love that feature of Windows 10. It's so it's so nice.
1: I would say the only thing I could add to that, Mike, is if you um, if you're typing in the thing that you want to open the app, like you said, and instead of opening the app that you know is there, <laughs> it'll actually go ahead and search it for you on Bing. <laughs> And open that up right away, and then once you've done it once, it will it will now uh. become your preferred <laughs> entry in the start menu selection. So
2: the new, the new, the new fucking uh, Edge browser thing, where it's your entire window. Holy entire shit! Screen.
1: What the fuck is going <laughs> on with that? That could be the best browser of all time, and I will never ever use it because as yeah. soon as you start up your computer, I know it just goes full screen. It's I'm not just, doing that.
2: I'm not doing it. And it's like, we can import your bookmarks. So everything's like, they're really trying. They're like, we can import everything. It's just like, a, yeah. uh, and I'm like, nice try.
1: Yeah. It never happen. I'm already doing this other thing. I'm using this other thing to jack off. I don't need your fucking freaky taking it. The, the full screen and they're like playing a video. And I mean, it's fucking, it's Kickstarter for a browser. <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. Anyways, Windows is a great product. Steve Morton. Yeah. I wonder if it was Steve Martin says, it's a yeah, neat design, Steve but I've got, he's probably wearing the... Uh, is that what Steve Martin the, it turns into when he puts on the the glasses? When he puts on the glasses <laughs> with the little nose and the... <laughs> I'm Steve Morton. I'm Steve Morton. That's funny. Yeah. It's a neat design, but I've got to echo the size comment. In Canada, butter doesn't normally come in quarter pound sticks. That's reserved for fancy or expensive butter. It normally just comes in a one pound block. The full block definitely doesn't fit in this dish. I've just measured, in a normal Canadian 450 gram block of butter is 65 by 65 by 120 millimeters. You know what I
2: would, you know what I would say? I would, I would, I would. I would if I were this company, I would release a butter cutter, okay?
1: Oh my god! Where
2: you cut your butter to size if you have a larger than standard size butter. Butter cutter okay? even rhymes. Nine nine dollars.
1: <laughs> wow. I really like that a lot. Um, Well, so the creator follows up instead of coming up with another great product like that, another skew basically for the online marketplace. What he does instead is he goes passive aggressive mode and says, we are sorry. Some backers are disappointed in the size of the butter hub. We designed the butter hub for USA size butter, but we made the product available to all countries because other countries do also use this size. We assumed that in the many photos and videos, people could see the size of butter that would fit on the tray. We also declare the dimensions of the dish and that it holds USA-sized butter as the first question in the FAQs for the campaign. Thanks, Ryan. So that's how you don't increase sales right there. Huge mistake by Ryan of the Butterhub company. I would never do that.
2: Not, I would not interact with my public like
1: that, Ryan. You got some, you got some learning to do. A massive okay. mistake. A massive mistake by Ryan at Butterhub. But some people really love it. This is from Jonathan who says... Wanted to drop by and reiterate how much we love our butter hub. I'm using it almost every day. Sounds unhealthy. It's been an awesome experience (laughs) and simplifies the steps involved for taking toast, etc. From good to delicious. Super excited to share this amazing experience with all our family and extended family this Christmas. I think at this point we've purchased butter hubs for all of them. Thanks again for seeing this project to its incredibly tasty conclusion. So, not only does Jonathan love the butter hub... But he also plans to have his Family and extended family Over for Christmas uh, (laughs) In his home
2: Sounds like maybe Sounds like maybe a Steve Morton situation Where the CEO is Maybe long famous (laughs) uh.
1: (laughs) Yeah that's another classic Steve Morton situation All right, well that was the Butterhub Mike I think it's time To go ahead and do the six pack But first we gotta take a break So after this More Kickstarter stuff in just a second Well, everybody, today's episode of YKS brought to you by Manscaped. Looking for the ultimate stocking stuffers for this holiday season? Look no further because our sponsors, Manscaped, have the tools to make you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. You know, we called it Dirty Santa. Hey, Santa, take a bath, pal. Uh, Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to blow the waist grooming and hygiene products. And great news, they just released their products across Europe, Canada, and Australia congratulations to the fine folks across the world participating in American commerce you're welcome now I like manscaped I use it to shave my nuts and penis I've said this many times it's a great way to go if you have some hair down there you want to take care of I don't know just do it or don't it's really up to you it's a personal choice It's a personal choice I feel like I've made with all of the available information to me You know, I looked at the landscape and I said, what do I want to do with my balls and paint as well? I guess I'll shave them. And that's the choice I made. Okay. I don't need any more scrutiny about it. It's just what's going on. Look, a few of their products that are prime stocking stuffers this season are as follows. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Okay. Makes your nuts smell good. Great. You got it. Crop Reviver Ball Toner. A spray-on toner that will give your balls a little slice of heaven with their aloe vera and hazel extracts. I don't know what toner is. I, I know it's pretty expensive, thanks to the folks over at Hewlett Packard. Okay. It's different stuff, though. Crop cleanser body wash. Okay. You can use it on your hair. Crop. I think we're using crop to mean penis. So I don't really, I don't know why it's going on the hair, but that's okay. You've got crops everywhere, top and bottom. Crop mop ball wipes. Now we're back in the crop ball zone. You can wipe your nuts. Foot duster, foot deodorant. Designed to keep the stankiest feet smelling fresh. Okay, they've got everything for every part of your body. That's awesome. Shears 2.0, a luxury four-piece nail kit. Gone are the days of cutting your nails w- uh, w- without luxury. Then you've got the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer kit. I mean, this this stuff is going to go right up there and take care of those hairs too. That's, that's pretty good. But of course, we'd be forgetting the lawnmower Mower 3.0. Okay, this trimmer... We've talked about it many times. You know all about it. Okay. Advanced skin safe technology. It's 3.0. They've iterated on the design many times. That's pretty good. They found something that that works and they're sticking with it. Good for them. All the formulations are vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. The only thing that would be better is if they were money-free. Okay. They're uh, they're not. They're running a business over there. Uh, You can get pretty close, though, with the promo code YKS. This is going to get you 20% off in free shipping. At Manscape.com with the promo code YKS is that free? No. All right, but that's it's really it's really really close, and you know it's the holidays. Okay, so whether it's for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something they're gonna actually use, and also it's almost sure to get a laugh. If they pull this out of the stocking, they'll say, "Wow, okay, we have. I'm glad we got the big stockings this year. This is actually kind of a large box." Number one. So the first thing they'll do is comment on the size of the stockings you guys are using this year. You got bigger stockings. That's good. Okay? Also, you stuffed the stocking. They couldn't put anything out. The candy canes were spilling everywhere. Big problem at the holidays, okay? Big problem. But then they'll see that you give, you gave them the gift of manscaping, and they're gonna say, that is funny. But it's also very cool. I hope you got 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code YKS. And you'll say, I did. I did do that, so thanks. People come to me all the time, and they say, "Where can I get some inspiration from the stories of real entrepreneurs?" Um, And I say, "Hey, buddy, I'm just here at the store. I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to go through the the self checkout here." And I'm actually, I'm trying to ring up the normal uh, produce as organic because I actually want the store to make more money. I, I really appreciate the store. I don't need the organic, but I want them. And I know it messes up their counts actually, but I still think, I believe in this the product that the store is putting out here. I want to help them. Okay. Can you wait till I'm done? And then I'll tell you the answer to your question. So they let me finish up and we kind of socially distanced, you know, and then we go out in the atrium there and I say, listen, here's what you can do. You can go on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, okay? And you can subscribe, download, listen to the School of Hustle podcast by GoDaddy, okay? This is where you're gonna hear the conversations between hosts, Sarah Funk, and real everyday business owners, founders, and innovators and get new ideas and insights for your business. And by this point, their jaw has basically hit the floor, but I, I hit them with another overhand right, and I say, how about the episode with Jeff Esquillo, okay? Sarah Funk, Chats with serial entrepreneur Jeff Esquillo about two out of four of his flagship companies, SoulFresh and Cryo Central. Hey, Jeff, save some companies for the rest of us, okay? Serial entrepreneur Jeff Esquillo provides a simple blueprint for entrepreneurs to successfully start a value-based business that meets customer demands. Hey, thanks for providing the blueprint. Now I'm going to do it. Look out, Jeff. Now it's JF's turn to get in here and uh, uh, create some uh, to meet customer demands with my value-based business. Okay, pal? You screwed the pooch. That's okay. There's tons of more episodes to listen to as well of the School of Hustle podcast by GoDaddy. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to listen to it and get some more ideas about business and stuff. Okay, Mike. It's time for the six pack. We got six Kickstarters here to tell you all about them. You're gonna really love them. Maybe. Uh, why don't you tell everybody the first one you're gonna talk about, Mike? Please take it oh, away. Oh no,
2: the floor is I yours. Didn't... Oh no. Yep. I thought I didn't know you were gonna call on me.
1: Yep. This is Just why funny. you always gotta be prepared. It. Um, I saw you nodding off, and I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass him in front of the whole <laughs> class." <laughs> Um, hey I got something called
2: the Fishcoin app, JF, and uh, I'm not gonna explain the damn thing. Can you go ahead and play the, the? you think you can play that, queue up that video?
1: It would be so the, simple uh, to me, my friend, I would be more than happy to play the Fishcoin video right now.
3: The new Fishcoin game is a global, interactive, real-time fishing mobile application by which two players can play against each other anywhere in the world. They play for fish coins to move up the leaderboard in their region to be able to win some prizes. Let's take a look. Whenever you go fishing, all you do is open up the fish coin app. Make sure you have enough fish coins in your fish coin wallet. If not, you can choose from any of the fish coin packages. Once you've done this, you can click on active maps and search for any active players anywhere in the world. You can click on them to see their profile and stats. From here, you can send them a game request. Now all you need to do is set up the game. Choose how many fish coins you wanna play for, then send request. This will notify the player with a sound and that player can choose to accept or decline the game request. The player accepted, And now you have a one hour fishing competition between each other for the fish coin prize pot. When you catch a fish, take a picture of that fish and this will give you a fish score in fish coin and a bonus for small, medium or large. The opponent will get a notification whenever a fish has been caught. All fish caught during the game are scored accordingly. The last 10 minutes of the game, all fish scores are worth double fish coins. At the end of the game, the player with the most fish coin score wins the prize spot.
1: Okay. Are you following this? Are you following along? I mean, it would be easier to follow along if I didn't have the pulsing beat. I hate I hate
2: I don't know what I hate worse, dubstep or, or ukulele music. I really don't know which one I hate. Yeah, or hipsters. <laughs> or for these videos. Or a freaking hipster, dude.
1: Yeah, I actually don't know yeah. either. This, so I was, I. This is like a virtual. It's like a game where you can actually you you want to go fishing for. Re, it's a real fishing. You can still go fishing for real. Yeah. Okay. So look, two
2: guys in you know they can be on the other side of the world. And, you know, don't say there's a girl in a, in a
1: pizza place there. I'm gonna lose it.
2: Two guys are. Uh, I mean, people are gonna love that. Okay. People are going to really, <laughs> but two guys, you know, they have the app or, or whatever open and they're out, they're out fishing and they want to compete against each other, you know, to, uh, see who, uh, what is this kidding? Uh, every, every fish you catch is worth fish coins. So you have to like, what do you got to like take a picture of it or something?
1: Well, you're going to have to take a picture of the fish and the camera will evaluate the fish and give it a score of some kind. Um,
2: your, your fish rating. You'll get the official uh, fish score.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can also do a timed version where you catch as many fish as possible. Um, okay. And the GPS determines the location as to whether it's salt water or fresh water. seems like something you could probably just tell it or just remember in your own brain. Um, and then also there are microtransactions here. And that, that doesn't mean when you're going to the bait shop to buy some uh, worms and bugs.
2: Minnows, yeah.
1: Minnows, yeah. That's small. we're gone with minnows. I, I'm not a very good fisherman. I don't know a lot about fishing, which is why I need fish so, coins.
2: You know. So yeah. So basically, you, uh, he's trying to set it up so you can buy, uh, purchase coins to gamble with or bet with. Uh, that's that's the that's the idea behind this game.
1: But what do you then do with the fish coin? That's sort of what I'm wondering about because if you're gonna if you if you put yourself in a situation where you want to go fishing with a buddy or with a buddy who's not there or whatever, you would maybe just say, well, I caught a fish today and it was like eight pounds. Um, what what fish did you catch? And he says, well, mine was seven and a half pounds. And you say, all right, well, can you like Venmo me five dollars since that was our bet at the beginning of the yeah. thing?
2: Why are that's we basically like, well, what, what is the why fish Why are we going to bring this guy into the... I don't yeah. know.
1: Um, You could get... I guess because
2: you can play with anyone in the world
1: and that's... With
2: the you know stupid idea.
1: The thrill Very of stupid. of competing against someone else. I mean, you know, you boot up the PlayStation, you play a game of Madden against another, you play a game of two K against another person, you don't know who they are. You can't you really can't I guess you can't bet with them in any way. So maybe this is sort of the logical extension of that is what if you could and what if you you know, entrusted it to the fine folks at Fishcoin. Um, that they're sort of holding on to the money, but you, you don't you don't cash out. You just keep fish coins, right? So five bucks gets you seven thousand fish coins, and then they just stay on the app. They're just there forever. You
2: know? Yeah, you can't cash. I need to cash my fish coins out, bro. You th- I need to.
1: There's not even a fish coin marketplace where you can go to like spend your fish coin on like fish fish coin gear yeah, or anything fish. else.
2: Keychain or something.
1: Yeah, I mean that would be actually that would be really awesome.
2: That would be cool. <laughs> we should start I think the store. We're, are we gonna? Are we gonna, about to launch a new? uh <laughs> People walking around with fish keychains. Are we about to bring that into? Well, think about the it. The, the fish could
1: be anything. That's what I like about it, is it can be different kind of fish on the keychain. Dude, you can yeah, remember and you're it.
2: walking around. Yep. We are just full of ideas today. You're walking around, and you see a guy on the street with a fish on his keychain, and you say, what fish is that?
1: You know? Oh. And you have something to talk about. Better yet, skip the conversation, put a QR code on the back of the fish keychain, then you can just scan it. <laughs>
2: just suddenly take a picture of him without even interacting. Just try and get oh. really close to...
1: Wide mouth bass. Very cool. And then you just move on and just enjoy the rest of your what day. What did you say? <laughs> Reaching for his weapon. Did you say something to me? Did you take a picture of me?
2: <laughs> Give me your phone. Give me your phone. <laughs> Running to your car. Uh, that's a good idea.
1: That's pretty good, yeah. Um, coin. looks like it's... What do they want for this, Mike? They want... Uh, eight bucks. You get uh, well. That's a that's nothing. the thing.
2: Not to not to not look look at the uh look at the thing here because they they rebooted this campaign. This is another. Uh, oh
1: no! They did it. They did it once before, and it was um rebooted. It sounds like now I'm fishing.
2: Now what is? Because I guess boots,
1: or what? Yeah, because I was like, beca- <laughs> so the. <laughs> because i would get the boots time, out of the... Sorry, go ahead.
2: <laughs> the first time, they wanted $144,000. 145000 Okay? And then, this time, they redid the thing, and they want 15000 A little bit more realistic on the goal here.
1: Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Knowing, knowing your market? I mean, they just maybe got an yeah. evaluation yeah. from an investor? Could have, could have been their market their market cap and so forth. But you get yeah. So for thirty eight bucks you get a hundred and forty thousand fish coins, which is a hundred dollars worth of fish coins according to them. That is an amount of fish coins that I think would probably last me for the rest of my life. A hundred and forty thousand fish coins? a
2: lifetime supply of fish coins. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean that's yeah.
1: outrageous. That's like Price Is Right style. Um. I don't know. I don't know. That's very cool though.
2: Well, you pledge a thousand dollars, you get. Uh, look how many fish coins you get there. You get two million, eight hundred thousand fish coins. Jeez, you would be the king of fish coins. If you had that
1: many coins. Oh my god, that's like. I mean, that's like the guys you walk into GTA and they have like the Batmobile. Look, I. You would be,
2: uh, on I think easy mode on on fish coins. I think you would. You that would be. you would be walking around. I think so too. Swinging your dick, you know.
1: You come up to the guy who's like holding a very, very small fish and he says, I'd like to wager you for five fish coins. And I say, yeah, whatever, kid.
2: Yeah, I'll buy you out. I'll buy you out right now. <laughs> How much for a night with your wife? How many fish coins for a night with your wife, sir? <laughs>
1: Holy Lord. All right. Fish coin. What does it have? What's the total on this stupid thing? 542.
2: I, I just closed it. That's okay.
1: 542 <laughs> of 15,000. Fifty-six
2: days to go. go. Do you think it'll make it? Fifteen grand? Huh? It's got 500 I don't think so. No.
1: Not even in fish coins would it make that amount. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, Mike, how about this one? It's called, What does the United States flag stand for? Oh, say can you you see? see. You know? Remember when we used to sing that with pride at our various local events?
2: Every morning. Oh, yeah. That's the one. We did a different one in the morning.
1: Yeah, which one did we do in the morning?
2: The pledge. I think we stopped doing it. What did we stop doing around fifth grade? I don't know. Yeah, we, did you do it? How 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 long how long uh, did you do it? I think I think I have an idea about how long you did. It. Um, thirty seconds. Okay. 45 seconds. Okay.
1: I think we. were joking. I think we did the pledge. I really do think we pledged allegiance my entire school uh, school time. I think my entire life.
2: I never stopped.
1: I mean, why stop? I was on such a roll. Um Yeah, cuz what would happen in school, right? They would come over with the announcements in the morning, as if anything important was happening yeah. at all. And people people
2: outside of the United States maybe don't know this, but let I mean, it was mandatory. They would bring a policeman into the <laughs> well, classroom. And they would point this service weapon at the children and you would say you would you will say the pledge of allegiance.
1: I believe you would get.
2: And most of us did it. Most of us did it without the, all the drama and stuff,
1: you know. But because uh, it's it's a respect thing. Um, <laughs> what does the United States flag stand for? That's so interesting. It says, "I'm raising funds to publish a book for children about the United States of America flag." I have been in school for 26 years. Got held back a few. Oh grades, my
2: god! This guy's so stupid. I know. It only took me like uh, 14 years. <laughs>
1: I've been in school for 26 years and I did not know the reason why the founding fathers chose red, white, and blue for the colors for our nation's flag. I happened to attend, and this is where it gets really good, I happened to attend a taekwondo tournament in Greensburg, Indiana, where a senior master provided a speech about the reasons for the colors. (laughs) His speech was so motivating that I composed a 32-line poem in the next three days. Ah. Okay. I have asked right. for his permission to follow through on this project and he has given me his blessing. This is the Taekwondo master. Um, he needs money to fund the book. He needs two grand. Um, and he's also praying to God, which should help as well. Um, so let's go ahead and watch this video because he is going to tell us a little bit. I think I think we're going to actually hear the poem. So it's going to be good. <laughs>
4: Brothers and sisters, it's time, it's time I say to remember what the flag stands for, for today, tomorrow, and always. For so many times we pledge allegiance with our right hand over our hearts while overlooking the symbols, of history, and the flag's original star.
2: I like this guy's energy a lot.
4: The 50 white stars that we see ever so bright and clear represent the core beliefs of that the city states by tradition should cling to and hold so dear. Core beliefs based and root on God's word, the Bible. Yes, this happens to be true. Let's dive deep in uncovering the meaning of the background color blue. Ugh. It represents the first freedom that we citizens should boldly and courageously share, which is the freedom to worship whenever two or three happen to gather in prayer. Peace okay. and love to all my brothers and sisters.
1: Hang on, did we find out what red was? So the...
4: my name is Dane Taylor, and I happen to be a Christian author and Oh, poet. did he skip it?
1: Two years I ago, know, I can... God gave me a. I I want to know right what red is, please. Is it just some random color? Surely not.
4: I read a few lines of it.
1: Yeah, they had the white and the blue,
2: and they were like, we need one more. We need one more. Think, 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 all the guys. The powdered wigs. <laughs> what else could we put on here?
1: Oh my god. So basically, I know it was hard to track with his bouncing off the wall um energy and his read there. But basically the idea is that
2: the guy sounded manic. Can I say that?
1: <laughs> well, let's not. Hey, let's not get into diagnosing people we don't know anything about, okay? Um the white, the stars are white because they represent the core beliefs of the 50 states should be clinging to tradition. Then that's why it's white. It seems fairly racist, but I don't even think he understood that much. I truly think that is a complete coincidence. If you just listen to this guy for five seconds, um, the blue is a, he says blue is the background color, um, which I guess I agree with mostly. And it says blue represents first freedom, which is praying. So,
2: okay. Well, that's I'm looking at PBS.org here, buddy. Okay. 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 And the uh, real rag yeah. fact-checking this guy. Get the uh, Pinocchio's ready for this guy uh, here. It uh, says ooh. the stripes represent the original thirteen colonies, and the stars represent the fifty states of the uh, onion. The colors of the flag are symbolic as well. This says um, this says red symbolizes hardiness and valor. JF, which are two words that I'm not familiar with. Okay. White symbolizes purity and innocence, and blue represents vigilance, perseverance, and justice.
1: Okay, so... so
2: it, seems, it almost seems like we don't need the th- uh, blue line flag. It's already, you know, justice is already...
1: No, I think that's something different. Um, so did the other countries different. with these colors, all did they also agree that this is what they represented? I actually don't. Because there's only so many colors you can put on the flag right I mean you've sort of got the just the visible spectrum yeah. I think is maybe what you're running up against here and there are a lot more probably values than there are uh colors in the rainbow so is it just like what are the what other flags have red, white, and blue probably a lot right I mean, France probably a lot yeah doesn't france have but they it? say like
2: oh you know the our, our white is for uh you know. Yeah, something else. And that's what makes. That's what makes. Uh, yeah,
1: look, it's a crazy, hey, it's a crazy mixed up world out there. I'm just glad we've got guys <laughs> like this guy who is actually a teacher. Now, isn't that a huge bummer? This guy's a teacher. Um, and he says he doesn't know uh, any of this uh, stuff until God told him, or a Taekwondo guy told him. I don't actually remember what he said. Uh, one of the guys, either a Taekwondo guy or God, told him what the deal was perhaps one and the same. Yeah. Takes many, could take many forms. Wow. 427 views on his Wix site right now. Um, this guy's got a lot going on. This guy's got a lot going on. Um, he believes that all children have a purpose to fulfill in God's kingdom. Definitely bring this guy into your classroom. Um, and have him talk to your kids. It sounds really good. Um, that is, what does the United States flag stand for? One dollar pledge of two thousand. Well,
2: we should mention that he this is, this is also another reboot because he did it in twenty eighteen, and he said, "What does the United States flag stand for?" Poem, okay? And he says, "I need four thousand dollars to pay for all the expenses." Whoa! So he needed four thousand dollars to pay for the poem in twenty eighteen. He needs uh two thousand dollars, so just a little bit of scale back.
1: Okay, nothing wrong
2: with that wrong with that okay
1: how much did it get for the other one for the poem what did it get then uh one dollar it was canceled okay so okay
2: uh i I will have to delay in fund sourcing this project due to editing the content so he had a little problem
1: well with the poem that makes sense because it was very tight when he read it on this video
2: yeah he tightened it up a little bit he, he
1: i could tell he's been working on that yeah that was really good Mike, what is your uh? What's your next fucking thing?
2: I got something called the ballistic scarf. Uh, this is gonna knock your dick in the dirt, JF. This is um. This is a goddamn scarf, you know, to the world's toughest lightweight scarf. Yes, five times stronger than steel, what you, it weighs just five ounces.
1: That's crazy. absolutely crazy. This is a, this is an EDC thing, Mike, which I know you are into. Um. Tell everybody what EDC means. Why you believe in it. Um. How you think it can save your life one day. What, what's your? Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh, EDC. Thanks so much, J.F. EDC stands for everyday carry. Okay. Now this is uh just your. I mean, this is your uh, your everyday carry. I mean, it's is uh, everything that's on you when you walk out that door, J.F., and when you come back uh, in at night. This is your hopefully your in knife. one piece. Your your well, yeah. You never know what the goddamn. You know,
1: yeah, for real.
2: (laughs) This is this is silly. This is a ballistic scarf. It's uh, you know,
1: but look at some of the stuff this thing can do. uh, Yeah, okay. First of all, it comes in a cool pack, looks like an MRE. That's fucking badass. It
2: does come in like an MRE thing,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, it's breathable. Okay, it wraps up tight, keeps you warm. Fashionable, not really that important to me, but to some people, perhaps women it is, not me. Innovative, it's the tactical multi-tool of scarves. No, that doesn't mean it has a bunch of, like, knives and screwdrivers and stuff on it. It just means it's, like, it's, like, it's, very, it's like very tactical. Like, you know, sometimes you feel tactical. It's kind of like that. Like, if you ever yeah. do, like, a a roll on the ground when you don't have to do a roll on the ground. That's kind of what this scarf like is. That
2: vi- like that video of that cop. Yeah. You ever see that video of that cop? I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's like, so funny. He's like getting Nobody his ass kicked by him. a kid and like rolls around the <laughs> yeah. ground. Um, perfect gift. EDC, motorcyclists, hunters, hikers, soldiers, travelers, and tactical gear junkies. Yeah. You, you hear what I'm hearing? Wives out there. This is a gift for the men in your life. Yep. You know, Yep. Um, take care of your man; he'll take care of you. Yep. I don't know. My, I don't know my hands look like was. this, so yours can look like this, and it's me, like wrapped this up in a scarf.
2: A... Yeah, me in like a full body cast. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's how. That's how I am. This is part of something called tactic couture. couture. Yeah. This is uh, this guy's trying to start like a lifestyle brand for everyday carry guys or these. Uh, you know,
1: this. I think this would take off if he had. Like a reactionary YouTube channel to like Yeah, or if you pump hook it up on. with
2: the black black rifle coffee guys or something. Yeah,
1: whatever those guys are. Um, but just as a guy mate, what he doesn't understand is you have to be a psycho with a platform before you make the stupid product. Or do you? Because I mean, right now it's got seventeen thousand dollars, pledge of a thousand dollars with sixteen days to go, three hundred and twenty nine people on this fucking thing. Already, um, and it's basically—I mean—you've got some crazy gifts here showing what it does. Basically, it's—it's it's a lot. You can't cut it, or wait, no, you actually—he actually did cut it with a knife. I would maybe not have put that one in here. So, oh, he did cut it. It—it it took a lot of effort to cut. Yeah. Um, he was like straining really hard to cut, but it did actually—it did eventually cut it. Um, so I don't really know what the point of that was. Then. If you put it side by side with a cotton scarf over a lit candle, it it does burn because it is like still fiber. So it just takes it's, it longer. It's,
2: it's, uh... Look, am I imagining this or is there a point in this video where uh, someone attempts to stab someone in the knife... And the knife doesn't cut them in the neck because they're wearing this ballistic scarf. Well... Did, did I imagine this, or is that, is that on here somewhere? I think it is, because... Does it definitely happened.
1: It He takes, like, an explosive and it, like, protects him. I mean, it's like a Batman cowl, I think, is what he's, like, trying to do or something. Very stupid. Um, okay, so this is, like, a... I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so the beginning part of this is, like, the apocalypse
2: is happening and stuff. <laughs>
1: From the maker, it's like
2: a shooting or something, yeah. It's fun.
1: So, this, is, yeah, he gets sliced. Yeah, here it is. Uh, <laughs> God damn it.
2: Did you see that part at the beginning where he, like, uh, he like wraps it around the guy's wrist that's attacking him? <laughs> yeah, like he's Jet Li or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was
1: thinking. Is that's a martial arts movie move. It's so funny, the guy coming up and cutting him like going right for the scarf. I'm going to cut this guy's scarf.
2: Yeah. Ah!
1: (laughs) Fucking bizarre. What a bizarre fantasy this guy lives in and and probably a really dangerous one for the people around him, I'm guessing. Um, Tacticature. Is a creative collective of travel-hardened adventurers, professional athletes, and innovative designers. We love minimalist gadgets. Oh, uh, mixed martial arts, um, Jesus and mountains. Cool. So, this is uh, the guy.
2: The guy behind it is a nonprofit documentary filmmaker, viral video creator, athlete slash stunt cameraman, self-defense instructor,
1: top-ranked Amazon video
2: reviewer. Oh, my
1: God. Nah, hang on. That one's not. <laughs> Put that on <honest> his thing. <laughs> even if the other ones are true and I'm not even signing off on those, <laughs> that one's not.
2: And he also listed viral YouTube reviewer <sighs> where he reviews awesomeness, 130,000 views a month. That's... And he's wearing a bow tie, but not a regular bow tie. He's wearing like a plastic bow tie. Just an unbearable person. Oh, my God. What is it tactical? It is not tactical. He's wearing it with like a plaid button up. Doesn't even match. It's a I hate this guy.
1: No, he's fine. Wait, do you like him or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so how much does this thing cost? Looks like it's gonna be what what are we talking about here? Fifty bucks for a ballistic scarf. I guess we should describe the aesthetics of it, because that is important somewhat, isn't it? The, the scarf this it has to look gray, like something. a gunmetal
2: gray scarf or something. Yeah, just
1: right? yeah, it just looks like like a keffiyeh type, a uh, large, large scarf. That's the dimensions of it, roughly. I would say, but it, I mean, because it is very thick.
2: Dimensions, large. Yeah. But the color of it. Reading your shirt, shirt label. It looks you just wear a large shirt.
1: Okay. It looks just like a. I mean, it's very plain. There's nothing. Right. Yeah. I don't know what this. I don't know who's. But it's.
2: But at the same time, it's
1: fashionable. I guess it says so. Here. Oh, it, it says it on the page. Okay, I'm actually yeah, on it literally board. literally says that, yeah. um, It's also wrapped a baby in it, so if your baby needs to go tactical, you can wrap yeah, your baby in it. Yeah, if somebody's shooting at your
2: baby, you can uh, throw this over the baby.
1: And keep in mind, it will not protect the baby from bullets, but if we sort of... Imp-
2: Find cover first, of course, for yourself,
1: and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like being on the airplane, right? You secure it's your like mask being on first. the plane, if you're
2: in a... Yeah. First, <laughs> you and your baby are in a, like a shooting.
1: Secure your scarf, yeah. then secure the scarf of your child. Um, this is, this is great. This is a great grift for this guy. I really support him. Um, 17 grand. Like I said, that's a tremendous amount of money. So cheers. Um, like I've got one that's already been canceled. So I just, I want to say that before everyone gets their hopes up on this one. I know. (laughs) Yeah. That's everybody at home. Um, this one has already been canceled. It's already bit the dust. Like this is called I can't believe my president is my girlfriend. <laughs> Before all of this, I thought love was just a one-way street for me, that it was something that I gave, not received, something not reciprocated. Well, that is until I went to a Trump
0: rally.
5: Uh-huh. Aren't I adorable? Some are even saying I'm the cutest president ever. Nobody knows business better than me.
1: Or Vanilla Trump.
0: Or anything.
1: Little anime Donald Trump.
0: Now listen here, Jack.
1: Jane, Jane Biden.
4: I may not be president yet, but
2: I won't tolerate any malarkey. I
1: mean. I know. I think we need you're gonna like this one. Oh,
2: for
5: all of us,
1: not oh, just I like, big, I like strong,
5: this one. wealthy men.
2: I believe that it. one. I like Man,
5: woman, and child
2: deserves.
1: Barbie Sanders.
2: Barbie Sanders. Well,
4: okay. Yeah,
1: and her shirt just popped open. And her, yeah, I mean, so basically, Bernie Sanders jugs popped out, and I was like, wow, you know. And it says, "Did we mention lewd scenes?" So that means there's going to be some sexual content. I think in this, this is some kind of. It's one of those anime things, you know, which I don't know what it is. It seems to be something for someone other than me. Um,
2: a <laughs> dating dating sim, you know? Is that yeah? Uh, okay, it's a whole genre of uh, video game. And I can't believe the I don't t- know. Are you supposed? Are you supposed to whack it to this? Are you supposed to get hard and bust off?
1: Well, I know there's games know. on there's games around that says. You will never. You'll. You. Will, you will, what do they try to tell you to do? They you say you'll come in games, one second. You know on there's this, there's games around. Huh?
2: You know there's games around like that.
1: I well, I was reading on the Wall there's Street Journal. Street Journal. com. And, <laughs>
2: and they had an ad for one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um.
2: You. You won't. Come, you. You. You're gonna come in ten seconds. Is it that you won't it's come like, or that
1: you will come? I don't
2: know. Maybe. I don't know which one would be better because I could go either way. To be honest with you, I don't care.
1: I'm actually not sure. Sometimes what... I'm just. Sometimes I'm just on there. Yeah, you know, browsing, window shopping, and I can't believe the president is my girlfriend. You play as your average everyday uh, self-insert patriot who accidentally stumbles into romantic affairs with various presidential candidates and politicians. Will you decide the fate of America? Given it's a dating simulator, probably not. But there's going to be anime smut. So, who cares? okay, let's introduce the characters here. You got Donella Trump, four foot ten and four hundred and twenty pounds, um, but is drawn like I mean quite frankly like a ten year old so that's what's going on with this. Um, it says Trump Chan is the forty fifth president of the United States of America, despite her extremely domineering personality. She truly wants nothing more than the genuine affection of another. okay, then you got Jane Biden. 5'7", weight is classified, uh, likes arm wrestling and street racing. Obama, no, Biden-chan served as vice president to Obama-tan. I don't know, is that what it's called, or is that just something psychotic that they put in here? Because that doesn't seem... <laughs>
2: no, that's like a, it's an it's anime, a Japanese thing.
1: Is it? <laughs> that's like a, uh, okay, I don't know, I've never heard that one. Uh, then you got Barbie Sanders. Weight, 105 pounds, 50 pounds from chest alone. Chest size huge. So it's an,
2: it's an honorific, which means... It's an even more cute or affectionate variant of Chan. It evokes a small child's mispronunciation of that form of address or baby talk.
1: Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, there's, so, Barbie Sanders supports mommy care for all... Um, and that's
2: yeah, we well, have to you know what I think when the world opens back up whenever we mm-hmm. whenever these politicians you know say, you know what we lied about the virus, it's a bunch of hokum, yeah, uh, whenever they finally come to their senses, maybe we should go to Japan,
1: huh, I think, you think about that, I think that'd be really cool. I'd love old, to go to Japan, me
2: and old j f in Japan getting into some uncomfortable situations, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, do you think there'd be uncomfortable situations? <laughs> Oh my God! Both of us trying to to squash the panic attack we're having as we try to figure out how to get on the bus. Um,
2: trying to trying to pace in a three hundred square foot uh, room. Trying to pace nervously, and we can't do it.
1: Um, look for twenty bucks, you were gonna get you know some the game and some digital extras. Forty bucks, you could become the mayor of Kauaiville. Um, there's so much good stuff here you could get done, but like I said. You can't do any of it. It's been canceled. Um, let's see what the update says. It says, um, you know, you might think, hey, maybe, the t- maybe they decided to cancel it because they thought it was in poor taste, um, given the very uh, young-looking art style. Um, maybe they thought it was irrelevant now that the election is already over so there's really no need to do this weird Biden Trump thing no
2: no no look at the uh, look at the update it says uh, in 300 square feet very generous I would say yeah probably even less than that I don't know who said that earlier which one of us said that earlier but yeah
1: um,
2: no it's neither of those says, reasons uh,
1: Mike it's something else altogether.
2: Yeah, maybe the audio dropped out. Maybe we can say that. He says, I'm sorry to announce we'll be canceling this project. I was unaware that there was a visual novel of a similar title and concept already in existence, which I find uh, hard to believe. Staggering. This is not an excuse. This is me admitting to my own failures. A little hard on yourself. And not doing my due diligence. Relax, okay? It's a fucking porno (laughs) cartoon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, do porno guys have this problem with their por- like? I didn't know there was already a stepmom porno where <laughs> oh, she gets stuck God. in the washing machine and he sticks. She sticks her big ass out and he gets fucked. I'm sorry. They're think I'm,
2: yeah, it's, they're gonna think I'm I am a hacky <laughs> at the. Every other porno guy is gonna think I'm hacky because I ripped off this other guy. I didn't even know I wasn't. It's was parallel thinking. I don't
0: ah.
1: I thought all, I thought all their secretaries weren't sexy. And I thought I had this cool twist on it where this secretary was going to be sexy and she's going to be under the desk doing, yeah. you know, all the stuff.
2: The second, the second guy to come up with the black God, couch.
1: God, the such, second guy, such a bummer.
2: That was my thing.
1: <laughs> Anyways, that's, I can't believe the president is my girlfriend. Two forty of $9,000. Never to be heard from again. I guess go check out whichever one actually came out and play it at you to, to satisfy your horny fantasies about a child Trump woman. Um, Mike, what is your last one? This one is, I think, right up. I mean, this is so good for you. I'm so happy that this, I hope this happens because this is going to be so good for you if this if this is in widespread use.
2: The hell? The hell?
1: I'm serious. I really mean it.
2: All of us have been there, JF. After buying beer, you tried to bring three, four glasses to the table where you're sitting, and you can't do it. Okay, you just can't do it. Yep, it's impossible to carry. So let's make it easier with four beers, one glass. It's four beers that fit in one hand, JF. This is a a revolution in uh, uh, glassware.
1: It really is, Mike. I've heard of two girls, one cup.
2: Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: Okay, well.
2: Which one was that? Was that the uh, poop-eating one? Yeah, that was. I
1: think it was the poop-eating one. Yeah, I don't know why. You want to watch it now and talk about it with everybody? Yeah, let's throw it on. Can you bring it up? Yeah. Four beers one glass, Mike. This is so you I mean, all those times you've come back to the table carrying a tray of drinks. What if you just what if you could double fist and have eight <laughs> drinks just in your two hands? Look at the way that this thing is split up. So imagine a like a tall like a pint glass that has like been lasered down the into into quarters. Yeah, into quarters, um, yeah.
2: So you have these pie shaped glasses basically of of beer. So yeah, actually. And pushed together, they appear to form a large pint glass, but they spread out like a piece of pie. That's what I just said, this fucking guy on here. It's that's actually like a shit. pie,
1: yeah. It's kind of like a pie. If you've ever played uh, Trivial Pursuit, they look like the pie pieces in the pie on Trivial Pursuit. Yeah,
2: or just like a... I think most people got it when you said pie. Okay. Most people could imagine. I mean, plus it's the holidays, so that's fresh,
1: too. I got pie, I got a pie on the brain. Um... <laughs> This now the funny thing about this, Mike, is that on the one hand you kind of think, okay, so they've made like a really big glass that comes apart and it's four different glasses. What you don't realize is what ultimately the shape of the glass will be once you remove it from its like mechazord of mega glass. It is the least ergonomic shape I think you could possibly put together. I mean
2: well, you guys still have the the one uh rounded edge for which to sip? Sure. Um, or you get you got that corner to sip on. Oh, you got actually got three corners now. If you're a corner sipper, this is right this might be right up your alley.
1: Yeah, if you like to sip right out of the I mean, think of it like a pie basically. Um <laughs> I don't know. I I can't imagine drinking out of this fucking thing. It it looks like drinking out of like a like one of those old cell phones, like a Motorola phone like a car phone. Yeah. It's I mean it's so unwieldy. It doesn't even look like it or, just uh, stand up at, straight.
2: Yeah, you know and it looks like it looks like drinking out of a piece of pie. Okay. It does. It really does. Well, this uh he did it once before with a 16 or $17,000 goal, okay?
1: Yeah.
2: And with this one $3,000. So
1: a lot less.
2: A lot another, less. Another uh another reboot. I mean, is this it would start to feel like Hollywood in here? Uh, rest in peace to hollywood. <laughs> did hollywood did hollywood pass that all the theaters you know okay. i don't know what actually happened i just heard people talking about it and i was like oh i guess all the theaters are dead yeah i just hear like secondhand information and i just go with it you're just what trapped in
1: a little say? bubble or something i don't know what's going on with you over there you you, you have know. the internet you could figure this stuff out um the one thing about this that i think is maybe not completely obvious is that it might work if the glass is attached some way, but they don't attach at all. So you're still you're still you still yeah. are carrying four glasses, right? And I mean you got to do it two-handed. It says four
2: uh four beers one glass, four beers in one hand. But are you going to be able to like, grip that with uh, your whole hand? Imagine how big your because hand is of be. it, Full ordered set is four half-liter glasses. So so that means so you have a you have a, a four liter glass right?
1: Well, no, it'd be two. It's wait, a, two wait, a two liter total, liter glass. right? Oh, Jesus Christ! So is it the size of a two liter?
2: I'm trying to get a, a. Well, look at the photo here with the hands. Yeah, but how big are those guys' hands? I know they could be giants, or they could be you know insanely small uh, from some type of uh, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" Ant Man situation. It, they do they do not say it
1: could be that, and then they don't say. Um, I don't think there's any way you're going to be able to carry this because the pint glasses or the half pint glasses themselves look fairly large um, and then to put four I of mean, them together... I mean, this going to
2: be a two-handed operation. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, this is, uh, this is a crazy one. 41 bucks is what it's going to cost for you to get one set, which if you think about it as one glass, that's not that good. If you think about it as four glasses, still maybe not that good because that's 10 bucks a piece, right? <laughs> So, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. But I thought you might like it because I thought I thought maybe you would like the idea of being able to finally do this. To finally get everybody at the table taken care of in one trip, you know?
2: Dude, you know what's so funny uh, when we went there? Yeah. to uh went with our friends in <clears throat> Every Time I Die to to t- the Season in Buffalo last year. And it was so fun. And uh, I was bringing all these drinks. And I was so drunk. When I was doing it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: when I was bringing the drinks back, I don't think I told you this, but I was I was holding a tray. I convinced them to give me a tray. You did yeah, through using my uh, charm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: natural charm, and uh, uh, I probably tipped her like forty five dollars. <laughs> no, but I <laughs> I was I was doing the tray, and I was walking back, and I was like walking back like a server, and I was doing so good. Mm-hmm. I was like. hmm. This ain't so hard. AOC. I said that in my head. Oh, God. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like spilling shit, not doing a good job. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm drunk as hell.
1: Yeah. You had that realization that you knew you had gone too far at that time.
2: Yeah. And then we had just gotten there. So that was not good.
1: Yeah. that I'm was. I think from there, there was only probably about eight <laughs> more hours of partying left to do. And I think you pretty much put a button in it. Yeah, after was that was so
2: fun. We got to do that again. Why don't we do that again?
1: Yeah, just I don't kidding. know. Um, $444 pledge of 29097 backers, 14 days to go. That is, uh, that's wild. Tough time to be introducing your four beers, one glass product into the marketplace. And, um, maybe just not a good name for it either. Um, the last one I've got, Mike, is called the Karen drinking game. We talked.
2: Oh, I know. Uh Oh, okay. I know. All right. I love I love me a Karen, dude. I love a Karen situation. It's so funny. Yeah. What were we talking about earlier? What were we talking about earlier that was like the dumb thing?
1: Well Karen was about? Karen was reviewing uh the uh the update on the old Kickstarter project that we talked about. The um I've already forgotten what it is. It's three hours ago now. Butterhub. <laughs> Karen was reviewing a Butterhub, and little did we know, Karen's were gonna be coming up later in the episode again. I mean it's basically all we think about over here. Um Yeah. We're concerned, are we going to meet a Karen someday? And, you know, am I going to turn into a Karen someday? Um, I don't know.
2: I don't think so, bro.
1: I really hope not. This is a, But this is a board game, though, and I think we've actually had a Karen game before already, but this is even more fun. This is a Karen drinking game. So imagine a board game, but there's alcohol involved, if you can even... It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. In a world
5: plagued with disease Already, and spirit. unrest, emerging from the depths is a new type of virus, the Yeah. The symptoms include pissy Facebook posts about local politics, this terrible haircut, and an unrelenting need to speak with the manager. Finally, we have a way to detect the infected, and it includes lots and lots of booze. Introducing the Karen drinking game. The point of the game is to figure out which one of your friends is the most Karen or Kevin. Okay. come up with alcohol so they never live, laugh, love, ever again. All right, it's time to get drunk and make fun of each other. Here's how it works. Players take turns drawing four different types of cards. The first type of card is drink if you're Karen. Okay, that's the first one? Who's most Karen? The third type of card has you drink if you're Karen's basic husband, Kevin. The fourth type of card is a Karen Dare card that is guaranteed to get this game a bad Yelp review. All right.
2: Seemed like they were running on uh, fumes there by the second one.
1: but The first one out of the gate was take a drink if you're a Karen. That can't be the first card. That would be the end of the game, I feel like, huh? <sighs> and are you playing with Karens? The point is to make fun of the Karens. Are you pretending to be Karens? I don't... Uh, yeah. I feel I don't like know. the... I, I think maybe... I don't know. I don't want to accuse these people of this, but I feel like maybe these people don't know what Karen is, even. I think now it's just... <laughs> uh, I don't think it means anything anymore. I think it. I think maybe at one Some, time it somebody. did, but I don't... And, and this is why I don't like saying this, because the Karen game is brought to you by the creative forces behind at Meme Queen you know wasn't yeah wasn't um
2: the karen thing like initially like uh just white ladies calling the cops on on black people like there wasn't that the thing wasn't that where it started it was like a, yeah, it was like uh they they everybody came up with like names for for them when when they started going viral yeah i think and there was karen like barbecue was like becky one. yeah yeah stuff
1: like that wasn't karen one of those i don't know i can maybe yeah um i looked up what meme first of all if you click the meme queen link in the kickstarter it takes you to telegram isn't what is telegram isn't telegram like the secure (laughs) messaging service that journalists use yeah yeah, it is well yeah is it or is that am am I confusing it with something else
2: drug dealers and stuff yeah
1: okay so that's what at meme queen takes you I don't know what that is but I looked it up it's on instagram
2: Okay, they use signal um Right. Telegram is like uh, I've only ever used Telegram for like um, pirated software and stuff. There's a lot of like channels on there for that. I don't know. I don't know what Telegram is really. Why I don't fuck with it?
1: Why would it be the link that they give you for Meme Queen? I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I don't know either. Meme Queen is <sighs> it's an Instagram uh, page. And uh, do you want to take a guess on the number of followers they have? Uh, one point eight million. Nope, six million. Wow. Six, I thought I was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought I was going way high.
1: And 100%. basically, what it is is screenshots of Facebook posts, screenshots of Twitter uh, posts. Oh, they don't. Screen, they
2: don't do their own. That's, that's interesting.
1: They do not do their own content at any point. Um. Mm-hmm. And if you look at... Uh, let's see. Here's the promo post that they got for Karen the Game. got 2,400 likes. Um, what does a, a normal post get for them? Uh, 100,000 likes is what a normal post gets for them. So that's interesting. Something to note as far as promoing thing goes. Um, I guess it's pretty tough. What is this? They've like screenshotted a video. It's a Fashion Nova thing. So they're getting paid off this big time. Um. And uh, it's run by I know what you're thinking Meme Queen. Hell, that's probably a gal running that. Well, it's actually this guy, Blake Bell, um, says he's the co-founder of Meme Queen on Instagram and also co-founded Beats Social um, with his fiance Riley Beek and our partner, Hal Ma. I served six years in the army and graduated from LSU. I live in Newport Beach, California. I don't know I I don't know what's going on with that. The I feel like there was a time where we almost got the, the the lid pulled back on the weird Instagram um influencers when Lil Nas X got very famous overnight and they were like, Hey, wait a minute. This guy was running all these weird accounts where they shared passwords yeah. and boosted each other and
2: yeah.
1: and then they were like, Well, yeah, but anyway, I th- I thought maybe there was going to be something. I thought we were going to learn something about how this shit worked, but then I don't think anything ever came of it. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm interested in that. Isn't that kind of weird? Well, what? Don't you think it's weird? Like,
2: uh... um, just like the 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 it's it was called uh... You don't know. It was called, you don't uh, know it's adding called adding people you to it. Yeah, I do. Come on, hang on. <laughs> he I doesn't think? know. It's called uh adding people to a deck or a tweet deck. Tweet decking. Back in the day. Yeah. Tweet decking. So I would get these messages from people who ran these like huge networking things. I was like, you want to be in a deck dude? And I was like, what the fuck is a deck? You know? Yeah. It was like, it's where we all trade uh, account passwords and, and, uh, log into each other's stuff or whatever. And like post for each other, all these viral posts and we trade posts and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it sounds extremely stupid. So no, I don't want to do that. But, that was huge back in the day with all of those parody accounts and stuff.
1: But it works very well, apparently.
2: Yeah, because people are just so stupid. They'll click on
1: anything. Yeah. Anyways, I clicked on this, and it looks really good. How does this game work? Well, you shuffle all the cards. Great first step in any game. Um, just shuffle some cards. Doesn't matter who drew okay. the card. So you're going to need some cards. Yeah. Um, if, the, if the card applies to you, you got to drink. If it doesn't apply... Then it's a vote card, and the person who receives the most votes has to drink. Okay, that's the Karen cards. Then there's the Kevin cards. Okay, and that that has the same mechanic, except for it involves, I guess, mainly men. Um, I don't know if uh, ladies can be Kevins. Not sure what their concept is for that. Then you got dare cards. So here's one dare: text your mom and dad. No, text your mom and tell her you're joining the Church of Scientology, or take a shot. That would be insane. My mom would say, what is this Church of Scientology? And I would say, "Yeah, I will call you later. I can't, I can't talk right now. Um, here's another <laughs> that dare.
2: The, that would be the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? You're going to church yeah. or something? That's, no, it was for like a, something stupid.
1: That's the end. <laughs> uh, dare. Tweet, prayer is back in the White House or take a shot. Okay, you could do that. Um, another dare here's this is good this is really good let another player tattoo a butterfly tramp stamp on you with a permanent marker or take two shots so that one's too you know permanent marker on your skin that'll never come it says permanent right there on the name so that's probably going to be on there forever Um, <laughs> I don't really know that's not actually a Karen component is it or maybe wait are tramp stamps Karens is that what they're saying I don't know, man.
2: I think, like I said, they were running on fumes here in the beginning, and they somehow to, yeah. got enough ideas together.
1: <laughs> they seem to just kind of hate ladies. Um, twenty-five bucks, you get the game. Thirty bucks. I'm
2: hearing some feedback in your microphone right now. I'm hearing some feedback. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose you right don't now. Don't expose me, dude. No, don't. Don't do that. When you talk, no. We got some. Uh,
1: my uh. Talk again. My mini fridge it's just kicked happening. on to keep my shit cool. So that's. I mean.
2: Maybe that's it.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not going to turn it off obviously Because I need, my drinks need to be cold So you want to drink hot drinks I mean I'm not doing that obviously um, <laughs> 50 bucks You refuse to wear a mask level maybe, Karen
2: Maybe it's the TV that you're on. Are you watching TV right now No. What are you watching what film are you watching I'm not doing anything You're watching D- Dunstan Checks In aren't you
1: No I've already seen that um, Karen game The Karen drinking game 4500 bucks of 10,000 bucks 48 backers Seventeen days to go for the Karen drinking game. Boy, that's a stinky one, but I will be giving at Meme Queen the follow. So I highly suggest you do it as well and check out our friends at Fashion Nova for some sexy looks. Um Mike, that was the six pack. Um while I've still got this great feedback going, I think we should go ahead and read an email. It's time for that's where you come in.
5: You're gonna want to contact YKS. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. 802-359-PISS Send them something at their mail and address 544 West Main Street 209 Gala 10, Tennessee 37066, they got a Gmail, it's the name of the ship Twitter's at your Kickstarter and that's it You're gonna wanna contact YKS, you're gonna wanna let him know who exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF YKS pod on Instagram for grill
1: pics Okay Mike Let's read an email. Fadi writes, hello, Jesse and Mike. Jesse recently mentioned that he went on a trip to Thailand. Wondering if there's any stories or anecdotes you'd want to share with the listeners. And specifically, I'd like to hear if you ate anything good. Whenever you two describe your Taco Bell order, I feel like I'm really there. So I hope you can bring that same attention to detail. to a Thai cuisine. Um, good question. This was a long time ago that I went, but I did have some food experiences over there. Mike. Um, obviously you haven't as you've said you don't you've never left the country no, don't have any interest in it don't you couldn't point out other countries on a globe <laughs> if your life depended on it. Some of us are more cultured however.
2: you know a good idea I thought of speaking of uh, geography. what if you what if we uh, on the stream sometime you guys tried to draw a map of the United States or that's good tried to la- uh, label all the states or something. I think that would be let's basically ju- take the high school equivalency test.
1: Yes. I think be fun? I think that's a really good idea. You know, it's it's actually kind of hard to do the I mean, drawing just in your brain is very hard. Like we've been playing Mario Party as a family and there's that one mini game in the new one, newish one, I don't know, new to me, where you have to do the same type of controls that you would do on like a crane game. And you have yeah. to drop the facial features of Mario onto this blank Mario palette. And you're like, damn! How close together are Mario's eyes? It's like really hard. I mean, I've seen Mario. I mean, I see Mario in my dreams every night, and yet it's hard for me to remember where his nose is when you're awake. You know? yeah. um, so as far as going to Thailand, eating some food, I had some food over there. I did some stuff like I did ask if they, I I asked if they had um, bugs to eat because I watched the Travel Channel.
2: You please please tell me that's not the first thing you ask somebody. Hey everybody, where's over the there? bugs?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I didn't say that. Um <laughs> I was staying with my wife's extended family and
2: you asked them that. Then you went to the Thailand McDonald's and had a Yeah, whatever they have over there. What do you think they have over there?
1: Well, I, I mean in Japan they have the like the teriyaki, they had like a teriyaki sandwich, a teriyaki burger. They had like a big egg burger yeah. as well. I ate that in the airport. That stuff's pretty interesting. You know, pretty good. Um, you would probably eat it for breakfast because you're a freak. Um, but they did, uh, they went to like a night market and got me some crickets that I saw uh, first thing in the morning. You have to leave very early. So we woke up at like 3 a.m. And I went out on the kitchen table and they were like, hey, we got you some crickets because you said you wanted to try, you know, some some insects here. Um, we don't really eat them. But if you want to, it's more of a northern Thailand thing. But if you want to try them, here you go. They're like the fucking size of my thumb, and I was like, "Well, that's we don't really, a nice we
2: don't sh- really, you know, eat bugs here." But you wanted them, so we got you some bugs. For- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was really gross. But you know what was gross, surprisingly gross, is I had, um, a co—I had coconut. We went to a place and we they they chopped open a coconut for us and let us drink out of the coconut, and it wasn't a mature coconut. It was like a baby coconut or a young coconut, and it was like pure green, and the the inside was fucking nasty as shit. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really care for that very good. much. That's not good. But the uh, the rest of the food was great. Um, we did go to. That's the only time I've ever been to a. Uh, ah, shit! What is the name of that restaurant? That like, uh, it's it's kind of like a TGI Fridays, but it's not. Um. Now I'm gonna have to. Um, oh boy. Chili's? What are you talking about? No, I just searched restaurants. That's not even a word. Restaurants <laughs> similar to TGI Fridays. It's not Bennigan's, uh, but it's like Bennigan's.
2: You know, in uh, Thailand, they have McDonald's has a Samurai Pork Burger, which is a teri- teriyaki glazed pork sandwich. Why don't the Doughboys have a
1: show where they go around to different countries? Okay, you know? I don't know. I, what do you want me to do? You want me to answer that? I have no idea. Why are you asking me that question? I don't know
2: what the... I'm just thinking out loud. It's not my... Part. Having a conversation.
1: Okay. I forget what it was. Is it Friendlies? Is that the name of the place? That wasn't the name of the place doesn't matter what it was. Um, it wasn't very good, but they were happy to take us there. It was in a mall. Um, so that was sort of my experience in Thailand, is that I ate basically the same stuff over there that I did here. And I would say, actually, I had a McRib today, and it was a lot weirder than anything else. So that's my food experience, Mike. do you want, You've got uh, 10 seconds. Can you tell me the strangest thing you've ever eaten?
2: Um, I just eat uh, regular stuff, you know? I ate some dog shit one time, but it was just it wasn't for anything. It was just for it was just uh
0: (laughs) Hey Mike and JF, just wanted to uh hop in on riff seven about why Jesse hates the X games. So you mentioned that he hates uh the X Games Trademark 900, I think it's because now he has to pay them every time he gets on the scale because he's fat. Um, or maybe he hates the X Games because he uh, he wishes he had a half pipe. He's, he's got less than a half pipe. Get back to me if you guys want to keep this, this riff going, but uh, thanks, guys.